Welcome to Ageless by Rescue. This podcast is devoted to exploring the science of rejuvenation, uncovering the most trusted experts, the must-have products, innovations, and technology in the field of vitality, aesthetics, new beauty, and cosmetic enhancement. Marissa Peer is regarded as one of the world's experts in personal development and psychology. Named Britain's best therapist by Men's Health magazine and listed in Tatler's Guide to Britain's 250 Best Doctors, Marissa Peer is an agent for rapid change and a force of nature. Marissa has spent over three decades treating a client list that includes international superstars, CEOs, royalty, models, and Olympic athletes. Her engaging talks are peppered with anecdotes from an unparalleled career in which she has helped thousands of people to overcome profound personal issues, including addictions, trauma, and self-limiting beliefs. Training early in her career as a child psychologist, Marissa later earned further qualifications from the Hypnosis Training Institute of Los Angeles and the Pritikin Longevity Center. In 2015, Marissa Peer founded Rapid Transformational Therapy, an award-winning training method that she developed that is a solution-oriented, fast, and highly effective method. I have read Marissa's books, attended her live seminars, taken her online course, and today I am delighted to host Marissa Peer on the Ageless by Rescue podcast. In this episode, Marissa shares her fundamental rule that all our emotional and personal problems come from us believing that we are not enough. And she explains how to overcome this at any age. Marissa has authored six best-selling books, including You Can Be Younger, a manual on reversing aging using her techniques and the power of the mind. She shares some of these brilliant exercises in this episode, and we also talk about her latest book, Tell Yourself a Better Lie, which teaches us how to rewire our brain from childhood trauma and stories for success and emotional wellness now. This episode is so special to me and one that I know will profoundly impact your ageless journey. Please welcome to the Ageless by Rescue podcast, the amazing Marissa Peer. Can you tell us about the mind-body connection? And then I'm going to ask you for some of your incredible advice and research uh, around this important link. Yeah, so the mind-body connection, you know, People think they're separate. We have a mind and a body, but we have a mind inside of a body and every cell has its own microbiome. For instance, the gut is totally connected to your thinking. Often when you're very stressed, you're constipated. When you're very anxious, you may get diarrhea. When you're embarrassed, you will blush. If you think of something very sad, your eyes will fill up with tears. Think of something embarrassing, your face goes bright red. Think of being hungry and your tummy will rumble. And here's one we know a lot. Think about being aroused or something sexual and you can physically, especially if you're a guy, get totally aroused to nothing more than a thought or some dots on a piece of paper. So these little simple everyday things tell us something. Oh, thoughts become things. Every thought we think has a physical reaction and an emotional response. But even more than that, our body makes our thoughts real. In fact, it's its job. So every thought you think is become a blueprint that your mind, body, and psyche work to make real. You may think you're thinking a random thought like, 
oh my God, I'd lose my mind if it wasn't in my head. Or if I look at a cake, I gain a pound. But when you think those thoughts over and over again, your body starts to work to make them real because that's its job. The strongest force in humans, I only wish we all knew this, was that we must act in a way that matches how we have chosen. Let's talk about how you can look younger using the power of your mind and rapid transformational therapy. And then let's talk about how you can feel younger. So we'll talk about the youth markers that make you feel and look younger and how you can control it. Okay. So, you know, if you travel all over the world, you'll see people who age differently. When you go to Japan, women seem to age very differently to how they age in the West. When you go to places you'll see different. When I've been to a lot of the blue zones, for instance, in Sardinia and in parts of Russia, where people age incredibly well. They routinely live into their hundreds, but they're very active. They walk around, they do their own cooking, they still have sex. And people who age well leave clues. And one of the things that people who age well do is they see aging as a benefit. You know, certain cultures don't say aging, they say saging. In China, they say you're nothing until you're 70. You haven't lived long enough to have an opinion that means anything. So you said saging. I love that. Yeah, I said that. I'm not aging. I'm saging. Don't you mind about getting old? I'm like, mind? Compared to the alternative, I feel absolutely blessed to be getting old. But somebody said to me recently, hey, what's it like to be a senior? I said, "I, I haven't got a clue. I wouldn't even know what that meant. And I would never put myself in those terms. I always think I'm young. I paddleboard every day. I'm very active and fit. And I think that's important because aging is an expectation that you turn into. If you have parents who go at my age and my time of life, and it's all downhill now, and yeah, I can't do that because of my age, you age very differently. If your mother was Goldie Hawn or Jane Fonda, you'd be aging very differently because you'd have a different perspective of what aging is it's an expectation we become and what people do is say I've forgotten it's my age you see I forgot my coat Uh, I'm so tired today because I'm my age I need more sleep and what we forget is if you go to any children's school at the end of the day you'll see in the cloakroom lunch bags coats PE kits that they've forgotten what a good point but not because of their age If my little girl hadn't had enough sleep, she was very cranky, but not because of her age. And so we start to tag everything. My age, my knees hurt, my age. I forgot my age. I'm tired, my age. When your knees may hurt because you've done aerobics badly, you're tired, you didn't have enough sleep. You sat up on your computer with too much blue light. And maybe you forgot because you forgot. But once you start to link it to your aging, you're making an expectation. Here's one of the rules of your mind. What is expected tends to be realized. I get my sinus headaches every winter when the heating comes on. I look at a cake, I get fat. I'm allergic to cheese. Just the sight of it brings me out in hives. And I've had many clients come into my office, one who told me she was so allergic to cats. And I said, I have a cat. She said, you can't have a cat. I said, it's actually in the room. It's under the table. She said, I can't believe it. I'm allergic to a picture of a cat. I said, but that can't be. You can't be allergic to a photograph. But she believed she was intensely allergic to cats and would break out at the thought of a cat. And when we worked later, she said, my dad was allergic to cats. I always wanted to be like my dad. 
And I thought that was amazing because not long before that, I met a guy who I was talking to, he said, I'm, I'm allergic to everything, apples, avocados, ruining my life. But then he told me a story that when he was eight, he didn't see his father very often. The father came to visit, took him out for lunch and was saying, wind up the window because you know, I'm allergic to pollen and trees at the restaurant. I, I can't eat that. With some of these youth markers that you've spoken about, which I think are really important, I get so many questions on how do I improve my memory? How do I improve my mental agility? Mm. Um, you know, I feel like I have brain fog. How do yeah. I move past that? Um, okay. Are there some scripts oh, yeah. or uh, techniques that you would recommend for that? And then we can move on to the physical yeah. as well. So, so in here, there's a lot of scripts, what I call changing your cell by day, S-C-E-L. But if you want to have a younger mind, you've you got to do something different. So if you do a crossword every day, you must start to do it on an iPad or on a laptop. Don't do it in the paper. If you do Sudoku, stop doing it. Do it on an iPad and then switch it up and do it on a computer. Then go back to the paper. You know, do new things. If you're learning to play, I don't know, chess, start to play Drafts, but do new things all the time. Sewing is actually great because it's a hand-eye coordination. Ping pong is the most anti-aging activity you could ever engage in. You're always thinking about where the ball is. It doesn't require you to run up and down like tennis or squash. But ping pong has been proven to be the most anti-aging activity. Really? There. Yeah. Oh, and how hard is that? You know, <laughs> you can play ping pong across your kitchen island. You don't have to even have a ping pong table. We were going to buy one, but it's like, where are we going to keep it? We're going to get, but we can just do it on our dining room. So ping pong is amazing. So change the way you think. Do not allow any aging words into vocabulary. Of course, you'll slip up. Just correct it. Get involved in like ping pong, Sudoku, any new brain training game. Keep, you know, challenging yourself. Don't think, oh, I need to write that number. And I go, I remember the number. I need to write it down. I have an outstanding memory. If you say every day, my memory is amazing, dependable. I don't even need to write that number. And I remember you will actually remember. So you're kind of training yourself to have a sharp memory, training yourself. You might say deluding yourself. Yeah, delude yourself. Say I have an amazing memory because the mind doesn't know. But this is the lie, steal, cheat. Lie, cheat and steal. Yeah, because if I said to you now, let's do something now. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Put your hand in front of your mouth. And tell yourself you're about to eat a big, fat, juicy lemon. Squeeze that lemon and breathe in that wonderful, gorgeous, citrusy, lemony smell. And now I'm look salivating, at yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> Me too. And now open your mouth and shove that lemon in your mouth. Use your hand and push that lemon in and start chewing it, biting it. I want you to suck the juice out of every segment of the lemon. Suck it. Swirl it around your mouth, bite that lemon flesh until your taste buds pucker <laughs> and swell and pump out saliva and open your mouth, open your eyes. And here's a question. Did you start to make saliva? Immediately. Here's another question. Was there a lemon? The answer could only be yes no. or no. Was there a lemon? No, no lemon. Marissa, I'm interested in the title of the new book uh, in the context of spirituality. Mm -hmm. And there's, you know, the, a raging debate about um, toxic positivity mm -hmm. and um, oh, yeah. and uh, affirmations and manifestations. Uh, 
where where does this sit on the continuum of that? Because, um, you know, I guess part of uh, the concept of doing regular affirmations is to lie still and cheat, right? Yeah. To tell yourself a better lie. Yeah. I think we should all lie, cheat, and steal more than we do. But the thing is, we have to lie, cheat, and steal in a better way. So here's the lie. I just drove to the store. The traffic was hell. And then, oh, my God, it was a nightmare in there. Lining up to buy groceries was torture, and it drove me crazy. Now, is any of that real? Was the line in the store torture? Did it drive you crazy? Was the traffic hell? Were you dying on the food? Of course you weren't. But, you know, we use these crazy things. My kids are killing me. My partner is driving me mad. My boss is hell. My job is a nightmare. Now, we all know this isn't true. And so we think, okay, I'm lying to myself. Well, if I'm going to do that, how about a better lie? My boss is difficult, but you know what? I got amazing skills. And I just see him as a challenge. My kid is a challenge, but hey, I can't get them out of my bed in 15 years. I'll be in someone else's bed. I won't even know where they are. So this is not going to last. My husband does leave all his pants all over the floor, but you know what? I could just pick them up. Life's too short. And my problem of husband who leaves his underpants over someone else's fantasy dream country. My husband has a very rare skill. He can take one tea bag and cover the whole surface of the kitchen in it and, and leave all drips on the edge of the sink. It's extraordinary. But I think, you know what? I could spend hours going, oh, my God, the tea bag. This is so annoying. Why couldn't you put them in a cup, in a dish? I left you some paper cups. I'd put them in. I could just say, you know what? Who cares? It takes a minute to wipe that stuff up. And my husband is someone else's fantasy dream come true because he's kind. He's funny. He puts me first. So, again, it is a choice. I could choose to go mental about the tea bags. And there's a word, mental. I'm going crazy. I'm going insane. About the, or I could think. As you're speaking, I'm, I'm really thinking about all the ways that we use language, powerful yeah. language, and we're hypnotizing yeah. ourselves. Yeah, I was on a plane flying to Dubai, I think, and this woman got up and she actually screamed really loudly. It's disaster. Everybody, and she said, my movie didn't pause when I went to the bathroom. They're like, pardon? <laughs> it's like, you just screamed disaster on a packed flight. She got really upset. And it was all because her movie hadn't paused. It's like, okay, well, let's rewind it. It's going to take a couple of minutes. It's not really a disaster. It's, it's mildly inconvenient, slightly annoying, a little bit maddening, but it is not a disaster. And that's the problem when you use these powerful words to describe everyday events. When you say, this is hell, what a nightmare. Oh, my God, I lost my mind at the weekend. My neighbors are driving me crazy. Because the words shape your reality, you, be, you become what you're describing. Your neighbors mm. are not driving you crazy. Hell is not having any money to go to a store to buy any food, to not have anyone to have food with you. Your kids aren't hell. They'll, they'll be gone soon and you're spending going, oh, I wish they were still here. I miss them so much. So it really is about reframing. And it all comes back again to choosing, choosing, choosing. Every day you wake up. Do you get to change yourself twice every single day, every single hour? You get to change what you're doing and how you're describing it. And that's such a gift that every day, every minute, we are offered the chance to change twice. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please share and rate this episode. I'd love that. 
Ageless by Rescue is brought to you by Rescue Me Academy, Reignite Your Relationship course. Love your relationship but miss the early days? You're not alone. This course will teach you how to identify your issues, stop the fighting, find what you need to be happy, re-spark intimacy and keep the lines of communication open. Join us at rescuemeacademy.com.au to learn more about the program and to download your first free lesson.